Welcome back. Let's begin by simply arriving here together. Allow your eyes to close and gathering your attention into the present moment, into the body. Arriving here now, feeling the breath, feeling the body, and just taking a moment to let go of any obvious tension. Softening the jaw, softening the eyes, the forehead, and bringing the attitudes of kindness and curiosity. When you're ready, inviting in your intention for this session. Again, what is most important right now? In what direction do you want to set the compass of your heart? And taking a few deeper breaths in and out. And as you're ready, gently letting some light back in through the eyes, stretching your arms above your head. Good. So we'll begin. One of the most important questions is, how do we cultivate self-compassion? And one of the best ways to do this is by understanding its three core elements. Mindfulness, kindness, and common humanity, as articulated by Dr. Kristen Neff. The first is mindfulness. We need to be aware of our pain before we can heal it. We understand this intuitively when it comes to physical pain. But emotional pain we often step over. So the first part of self-compassion is to simply name, to simply become aware of the fact that I'm hurting right now. The second step is kindness. This is the process of actively soothing ourselves, offering support and care when we are in pain. Once again, imagine how might you treat a dear friend who's suffering? We bring the same kindness, the same care to ourselves. And the final step is common humanity. This reminds us that we're not alone in our suffering. Our belief that this is my personal problem and I'm the only one suffering is what isolates and separates us. Common humanity helps us recognize that other people get divorced or have sick children or get a flat tire. Self-compassion helps us reframe our situation in light of our shared human experience. When we recognize this, we don't take things so personally. We experience a greater sense of connection, comfort, and calm. So I want to share one of my clinical experiences working with Samantha, a single mother who was recently diagnosed with breast cancer. She was facing a double mastectomy and had tremendous anxiety about her surgery, about her appearance, about the possibility of recurrence. But greater still was her worry for her daughter's future. She had two girls, 
April and Heather, ages 14 and 11. With Samantha's parents quite elderly and no father in the picture, Samantha worried how she could possibly handle all of this on her own. Over and over, we practiced the three elements of self-compassion. Mindful of her fear and grief, she acknowledged them instead of pushing them away. She allowed the sadness, the worry, the pain. She was able to gently touch her pain with kindness, closing her eyes and saying to herself, I'm here. I care about you. I'm not going anywhere. We also worked on expanding her awareness of her common humanity, opening up to the millions of women who were facing breast cancer at that very moment. Samantha would often imagine how it would feel if she could walk up to each of them and give them a hug, and how she would feel being held in their compassionate embrace. Gradually, as she continued to practice, Samantha built the inner resilience to face her diagnosis, her treatment, and the uncertainty of what her future held. As she connected with other women, she felt a natural compassion for them, and she was able to bring some of this compassion to herself. Just as she wished for their healing, so too could she wish for her own. The day before her surgery, she told me that every time she saw someone wearing a pink ribbon, she knew they were on her team rooting for her. She realized she was not alone. Equally important, Samantha had harnessed a universal truth. She could be on her own team. She could be her own inner ally. Like Samantha, we all face challenges, conflicts, and tragedies in life. Self-compassion not only comforts us during these difficult times, it also helps us grow resources to become a stronger, wiser version of ourselves. Let me fall if I must fall. The one I will become will catch me, says the venerated 18th century Rabbi Baal Shem Tov. Falling's part of life. The key is to develop practices that help us respond to our falls with courage, with grace, and compassion. So let's practice together. Call to mind a current challenge you are facing. Perhaps it's a struggle with one of your children. Or maybe you missed a deadline at work and are afraid of what your boss or colleagues will say. Or perhaps it's difficulty with late-night eating. Just choose one struggle that you want to work with. So the first step is mindfulness. Try to see the situation as clearly and objectively as possible. Notice how you feel. Can you name your emotions? Can you acknowledge any sensations in the body? For example, tightness in my throat or fear in my chest. Also be aware of any judgments you may have for what happened. The second step is kindness. Bring kindness just like you would to a dear friend and maybe try out some of these statements 
For example, this is painful and I'm here with you. Or sweetheart, you're really worried. This is scary and I'm supporting you. Or it's okay to make mistakes. I'm learning. As you say any of these statements, I want you just to pause and notice how it feels. And in fact, try to put your hand on your heart and see if you can actually feel it. This gesture of self-care, this tenderness toward yourself. And as you're ready, moving into common humanity, reminding yourself how natural it is for hard times to arise, how normal it is for you to feel scared or frustrated or sad, Reflecting on the fact that all people in this world feel this way at one point or another. And maybe thinking of other people right now who might be in a very similar situation to you. As you connect in your mind and heart with others who are facing a similar situation, see if you can send them and yourself compassion. And just taking another moment to receive the benefits of this practice, the three elements of self-compassion, mindfulness, kindness, and common humanity. And then as you're ready, pausing and reflecting on the highlights from this session and choosing one key takeaway, one gold nugget you want to take with you and encode in your long-term memory. It could be that you can be an inner ally and that you're never alone in your suffering. It could be the power of common humanity. Trust that the seeds you are planting are continuing to grow and blossom. As you're ready, you can let your eyes open and Just taking a moment to write down your key takeaway. And then just offering yourself gratitude for dedicating your time and energy to these practices. I look forward to continuing with you in our next session.